0: Welcome to another episode of the Brown and Black Podcast. My name is Jack Rico.
1: And I'm Mike Sargent.
0: And every week we take a look at race and pop culture through a brown and black light.
1: Welcome to the 95th Oscars.
0: My mom is 84 years old and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. I just want an Oscar.
1: So, Jack, the Oscars are over and I don't think there were that many surprises. I predicted that everything. Everywhere All at Once would sweep the Oscars, but I did not predict that Angela Bassett, after all this time, (laughs) after elevating that film, and let me just say, as much as I like the director and as much as I like everybody involved, she elevated every scene she was in in that film with her performance. For her to lose... And then to lose to a comedic performance by. I feel there's a lot to unpack here, Jack.
0: Definitely. And I think that the best way to do it is to understand the context of that massive viral tweet of Angela Bassett's reaction to losing. Uh, Because you've seen it. You've seen it. There's memes all over it. You can't go through any of the social media. Accounts with somebody not talking about that reaction. And what does that reaction say? What does it say about, for example, black actresses competing in an award circuit in Hollywood that's, for the most part, dominated by a specific group? Also, black popularity. We know some of the biggest entertainers on the planet. Are black, but how does that popularity, that black popularity, compare to white popularity when they're competing for an award during campaign season? So I ask you this question. There are two women that are pretty much contemporaries, they've both been in this business for decades, they both deserve Oscars for their career. But I think what everyone's talking about with Jamie Lee Curtis is that Jamie Lee Curtis, what she really won was a Lifetime Achievement Award with this Best Supporting Actress.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that Angela Bassett should have won it for artistic performance reasons. Well,
1: let's just, as you said, give a little context. Who is Jamie Lee Curtis? She's Tony Curtis and Janet Lee Curtis's daughter. They were both nominated for Oscars. Well, not only nominated, but I mean, let's face it. They were both Hollywood royalty. So she, you know, the, the term today would be Nepo baby. Okay. But so yes, she is part of Hollywood royalty. Now, not to mention the fact, just like you said, she's been around a long time. It's a lifetime achievement. You know, there are a lot of actors who win for roles that was not their best, but it it's just time that they got one. You know, Al Pacino, I think, is the best example for Scent of a Woman. Clearly not his best role, but at that point, come on, Al needs one. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, so I think that likability factor is a huge, huge factor. And let's talk about it here. Who is the Academy still primarily made up of? Over what age? And who do they still feel like, oh, you know, they they probably knew her parents. So I feel like they're... (laughs) (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? So there's there's a lot of the politic that is involved in the voting. This is something we've talked about with all awards.
0: Listen, even Jamie Lee Curtis herself didn't truly believe that she was going to win the Oscar. And and, and proof of it is she was in an interview recently with Kara Swisher, uh, who is a popular podcaster. And she asked her point blank, Will you win the Oscar? And here's what she said
1: No, I- I'll be honest with you. Okay. Um, I, the whole season of Shiny Things, yeah, um, uh, has just been uh, a bit of a blur for me because. Mm-hmm who I am as a human being. I started out in horror films. The idea of going to the Oscars was never going to be... I'm a genre actor. I'm in horror films. I'm in comedies. I've been naked. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But you know, yeah. and because of that, I just didn't... you seen you naked. Go ahead. And I sold yogurt that makes you shit for six years Yes. Yeah. for money, <laughs> yeah. so I could stay home and take care of my kids.
0: This is a woman that understands herself that she's not an right. artistic prestige actress worthy of an Oscar. And so if yep. it is, Mike, if, yep. if the definitions of what the best is in the Oscar awards, then we have to find the real definition. Because when you look at it, it's all about prestige and performance and artistry.
1: See, first of all, it's not about the best performance. that's not what it's supposed to be. All right. I would say 50% of the time, it's about somebody giving a memorable performance in a film. When it comes to the best supporting actress, it's 50% of the time, it's about somebody doing something memorable in a small role. 50%. The other, it's it is a popularity contest. It's straight up a popularity contest. Who doesn't like Jamie Lee Curtis? Everybody likes her. Everybody enjoys, has been enjoying her. If this her- was a popularity contest, then Marvel yes. films would be
0: winning all the.
1: No, 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 nobody no, would have won for No, America wrong. If this was wrong, popularity- wrong, 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 wrong. Popularity to who? Popularity, not to the public. Because Oscar winners, fuck the public. Oscar winners, okay. Oscar bait films generally are not films, a, that are, are make a whole bunch of money. They they they're revered, they're respected, but they're not seen by that many people. It's the academy is is celebrating itself. That's all it does. That's what it is. It's people are voting for themselves, for their friends, their colleagues, people they work for. That's what they voted for. That's how Andrea Riseboro was even in the wedding. Nobody saw that movie, but she's popular. People like her. People have worked with her, people love her. People the people being the Academy
0: members. So so let's talk about it then. So let's just kind of have it out right here, right now, Mike. Let's just have an open conversation about the racism and bias that happens at the Academy Awards. If you just do the math on the Academy, okay? And this is one of the main factors, folks. If you're a person of color listening to this right now, understand that the math will always be against you. What stands out more than anything is that historically, since the beginning until now, that membership has been historically dominated by white and male voters. So when you think of a male white voter looking at Angela Bassett, what do you think they're thinking?
1: What are they thinking? I'll go further to say, They're not even watching that movie.
0: Well, okay. And then that goes back to what Melina Matsoukas, remember you and I had talked about in the Queen and Slim episode that we did a film analysis about. And if you remember there, she said, quote, we held three screenings for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. And this is regarding uh, why Queen and Slim was not even nominated for a Golden Globe. And she goes, we held three screenings for, for the Golden Globes. And almost no one showed up. For me, it's reflective of their voting body. They don't value the stories that represent all of us. And those stories are so often disregarded and discredited, just like the filmmakers. Which then we talked about with Straight out of Compton. A second example yes. of how it was the white writers who won the Oscars. But then the black actors, the black directors, F. Gary Gray. The ones that also put in the sweat and toil, they were disregarded. So what I'm saying here is just on the bias and the math of the bias alone, you walk into, if you're a black man, you're walking into a bar and everyone there is white. What do you think your odds are of winning a contest there out of popularity, Mike?
1: You asked at the top. I did. Angela Bassett's reaction go viral. Because at a certain point, when you're at that bar, and, and you're talking to all the white folks, and they're slapping you on the mouth, and they're like, hey, brother, hey, man, you know, you're in and then you believe it you believe that yeah I'm in I got in I'm at the table yeah it's my time yeah finally finally after all these years finally I got Marvel which has been making movies for damn near 20 years their first Oscar nomination for any acting and Robert Redford's been in this shit yeah but then Jamie Lee Curtis wins for, you know, wearing a wig and a fake and a, and a belly. And, a, and, and I mean, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but come on. Is it really like so we all know the reason why Jamie won and what it really comes down to when you come back to what you said about popularity. It's like, OK, if you're in that white bar and it's your birthday, even though everybody loves you, but it pay if Willie Bob over there, it's his birthday, well, you know, they're going to probably celebrate his and forget yours.
0: And there's another thing that we really haven't talked about here. And it's something that I think should be spoken because it might seem like a minor thing, but it's not. Let's look at how much visibility Angela Bassett had from the moment she was nominated up to the moment of the Oscar award when it was announced. And then look at Jamie Lee Curtis's and then compare her journey and and campaign trail to Angela's. I did a very on-the-surface thing. I could not find as many Angela Bassett coverage as I did Jamie Lee. Of course not. When you're trying to campaign, when you're trying to promote, and people aren't seeing your work, maybe some of these are like, I'm not watching that Black Panther Marvel movie. I'm an old white male man. Yeah, just like the stereotype in that math, that—that's me. So all the predictions that you think are stereotypes? Yeah, I'm doubling down on those, buddy. That's why they're stereotypes. And that guy's as predictable as night and day.
1: Hundred percent. And and not only is he not watching that damn. Black Panther movie. He's not watching that damn Till movie. He's not watching that damn Woman That's king what happened? movie. Till He's not...
0: Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for bringing up Till.
1: Yes. Nothing. yet, uh, yet Andrea wiseborough oh, in a film that nobody saw, nobody oh, even approved of, was nominated. <laughs> now you
0: got to go, um, what? Oh man. Yeah. 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 And these are the ones that you just, you, you want to split your head open. But we all know what's going on here, folks. We all know what this is all about. It's a club. It's a white club where black people aren't really allowed to come in unless some white person's really in love with their performance. You could argue that in the last several years after 2015's Oscar So White campaign was so prevalent in, in the media coverage that I do think there were a lot of rules that were implemented to help diverse films win. And I think what Absolutely. you've been seeing is maybe two or three years where they're, I mean, I have a lot of diverse friends that are now a part of the Academy that are voting. Diverse friends, gay, queer, Latinos, blacks. You know, some of them aren't even actors. They, they, they belong to different industries within the media space. They're, they're voting, man. And in droves let me leave you though with two good things that came out of the angela bassett story one is that at least she got an oscar nomination for being in a marvel film something that hollywood for the most part will never nominate anyone that's acted in a in a marvel or dc film Uh, which sucks but you know this was the first time so i thought she made history with that secondly this was an oscar nomination and not for a performance of an enslaved person this was the performance of a queen and so we're now seeing black actors and black queens metaphorically and literally being nominated in their shining light which is one thing that we should look at and say oh okay At least that was acknowledged. Hopefully we can continue that momentum moving forward. Liberal, and probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when what, when we what talk does that about mean traditional. To you? Rit- could, could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple times, and I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that um, I.
1: This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, woke is something that's very hard to define, and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. It is sort of the understanding that we need to, re- to- totally reimagine and re- re- redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Um, sorry, I. It's it's hard to explain in a fifteen second soundbite. Yeah,
0: you can take look. Your it- time.
1: What we just heard was an interview uh, on the independent TV with a conservative author named Bethany Mandel. She's written a book called Stolen Youth, and she, like many, many conservatives, loves to use the term woke and how bad woke is. And as as you know, this is Desantis's rallying cry. Florida is where woke goes to die. And I wanted to get into this with you, Jack, because... <laughs> woke is one of those terms that specifically sprang from african-american vernacular and it basically has a meaning of being alert to racial prejudice and discrimination and and even more specifically during the black lives matter be be aware that the police are out there to to kill you just you know be alert be, you know be woke be be, be alert and it for a, quite some time was like many other phrases within the black community it meant something to us and now it's been co-opted and and weaponized as something to be against Mm -hmm. and the people who are against it the people who 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 consider it something to to be dismissed and something they have contempt for can't even fucking define what it is
0: thank you for defining what woke is why could she not define it the way you just did? What because, was so difficult of that to do? I, again,
1: I, I feel it's, it's one of those things, and I can only understand bias but so much. She sounds like she knows what she wants to know, and she believes what she wants to believe, and she doesn't even need facts to back it up. If you listen to anything right-wing, and it's the same thing with, quote-unquote, the lefties, you know, they're kind of preaching to the choir. So when she says woke, she doesn't have to define it. She's used to defining it. She She's just, everybody knows what woke means. Everybody white who's against it knows what it means. It just means anything that's black and, and positive. anything uh, I can't, And they can't really say what it really means. It means black people being critical of us. She said some ridiculous line in there about restructure society. To, to, to a different racial hierarchy.
0: They've given it such a meaning, like a rallying yeah. cry. Woke means you're a loser. The woke mob is never satisfied. It's all woke. It's all woke culture. It's this culture of compliance.
1: Don't question you just have to believe and be part of the pack okay woke is bad yes yes woke is bad whatever it is they don't it it doesn't have to be defined it's just bad it's it's the other side it's their their ideology like you said democrat versus republican what does it mean to be a republican would be would be a good question for me to ask republicans who are quote unquote proud the ones who who don't think that they're white supremacists i'd like to know what they think they they are okay but you know what that whole like of restructure of society with a different hierarchy of oppression or whatever ridiculous things she said. In my opinion, what that's all about is the fear that white people have, that if we make it clear that they have wronged us, if we make it clear that white people have done bad things, that their ancestors were wrong in the things that they did, that many bad things happen, if we make that clear, if we make it clear that that we have been oppressed, and I say we as black people have been oppressed, white people are afraid that we will want to turn the tables, that we will want to oppress them. That's why you hear, as soon as you say, black lives matter, they have to oh, no, white lives matter. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's 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 like, oh, no, you don't. It's like, no, no, I'm on top. I, I have to keep my knee on your neck because if I didn't, you'd put your knee on my neck. And that's the fear. That's what she and, and many like her, many conservatives have extrapolated this whole fear. And it's not about, you know, children feeling bad. It's, it's utter bullshit. It's about the, the, the adults feeling bad. It's about the adults fearing that if this this thinking, if there's sympathy, if there's acknowledgement, there could be a shift.
0: And her know? being for Clempt revealed yep. what?
1: Okay. Racism. Bias is... Ignorance. It revealed just how ignorant she is. The Mm -hmm. the purest, purest Mm -hmm. form of ignorance. You're against something you can't even define. You are, as they would say in the hood, ignorant. (laughs) You ignorant. You
0: you can't even define the thing. You're you're criticizing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Not just criticizing, but demeaning and dismissing and acting like it's your greatest enemy. It's an enemy you can't even define. What do
0: you think happened after she got out of that interview, Mike?
1: I think that she called her friends and said, this is going to go viral.
0: And what do you think she thinks now after this story blew up the way it did?
1: I think that she is thinking she needs to get on some other show and define it. Oh,
0: I, like, like this is That's the one. the rematch. I'd like to go in, and now I went into the Britannica, and I found out what it was.
1: Listen, listen, dude. The uh, Cambridge Dictionary has a definition of wokeness. Okay, it says here, and I'm reading from the Cambridge Dictionary: a state of being aware, especially of social problems such as racism and inequality. Now. That's the definition. That's what they're so against. A state of being aware. But if you say that, you sound like an asshole. So better to stumble and then come back with some bullshit than to actually say what it is and realize, oh, that's this that's really makes me look like an idiot. So it's just like the the, the lesser like you want to be this kind of idiot or that kind of idiot. That's just my take.
0: A little bit of this, a little uh, bit of that, a little oh, yeah. bit of this, kind of a idiot? little bit of that.
1: <laughs> the one acknowledges you're an idiot or an idiot is just like an idiot, you know? <laughs> say jack that i think we have a very exciting year coming up for brown and black Uh, i really enjoyed going through those movies that we did in february with the the universal films that we covered and you've outlined a number of really amazing topics that we're going to be covering one of them being the rise of the latinas in science fiction and horror so i'm kind of excited about the stuff that we're going to cover coming up and i it's just something we don't talk about but I do want to say that I'm looking forward to some some. Great
0: oh, absolutely! Shows. Uh, award season is done, and now we're going to get to the nitty gritty of what we do, and uh, I can't wait for the rest of this year, Mike, to kind of just be tackling a lot of these hard topics, but yet full of so much meaning and secret and revelations that we're going to definitely construct uh, for the rest of the year. And that's it for this episode of Brown and Black. If you would like to support this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Your help will allow us to be heard by many more people. You can follow our comments and opinions on at Brown Black Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, and now on YouTube. We'll see you on the next episode of Brown and Black. Shopify Shopify.com slash Sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash Sonoro.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at Chabacasino.com.